Welcome to the Taking a Bite Out of EdTech podcast, where we're making all things EdTech easy to digest. I'm your host, Marshall Beyer. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing end-of-the-year Google Classroom cleanup tips. So, without further delay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Taking a Bite Out of EdTech podcast. I'm your host, Marshall Beyer. Thank you for joining me today. If you want to connect with me on social media, I am on Twitter at MarshallBeyer29, on Instagram at TechNTUSD, and Facebook at the same TechINTUSD. This time of year, I usually get asked a lot by teachers, what do I do with my Google Classroom at the end of the year? Is there anything special I need to do? Well, I figured we can talk about that today, so in this episode, we're going to be discussing some end-of-the-year Google Classroom tips. So the first thing you should do is make sure that you have returned all of your students' work. When students turn in work through Classroom, Google changes ownership from them to you. This is just like if they were to physically turn in an assignment to you in person. Once they give you that piece of paper, you technically own it until you give it back to them. So, if a student opens up an assignment that they have turned in, but you have not returned it, they only have viewing rights. Returning their work to them gives them ownership rights again. This is super important if you decide to clean up your drive and remove students' files from your drive. If you remove files from your drive and you have not returned it to the student, it will delete it on their end as well. To check to see if you've returned classwork to students, head on over to your classroom, click on grades at the top. From there, you will see all the assignments that you have posted and how your students did on them. If it says that the students turned it in, then that means that you have not returned it to them. To quickly return all assignments, head on up to the name of the assignment, click on the vertical ellipses, and choose Return All. Now all of the turned in assignments will be returned to your students for that particular assignment. The next thing you can do is unenroll your students. This is something that you might want to do to prevent students who are now no longer in your class accessing content from the class in the future. This would also be helpful if you did not want students to show your future students certain material in the class. To unenroll students from your class, head on over to the People section in Classroom. There you will see two sections, Teachers and Students. Under the Student section heading, you will see a checkbox, and next to it, you will see a grayed out Actions button. By clicking that checkbox, it selects all of your students. Then you will notice that the grayed out action button is now live and clickable. Click on the actions button and then click remove. This will then remove all the students that are currently enrolled in your classroom. Okay, so you've returned all your students' work, you've unenrolled them from your class, and now it is time to archive the class. Another question I get a lot is, why can't I just delete my class? Why do I have only the option to archive it? I then get to explain to them a magical feature in Classroom, which is reusing a post. Archiving the classes lets you reuse posts that you have used in previous classes. To do this, when you create your new Classroom next year, you would head to Classwork, click the Create button, and then instead of choosing, for example, Create Assignment, you would choose 
reuse post. From there, you will see all the previous Google Classrooms that you have created. You can then go into a classroom that you want to use a specific assignment from that classroom, and you will see a blue reuse button. You will also have the option to check a box that says create new copies of all attachments. After clicking reuse, you will be brought to the familiar new assignment window where you can create a post that assigns that particular assignment in your current classroom. To actually archive your class, head on over to the Google Classroom dashboard where you see all of your Google Classrooms, click on the vertical ellipses in a particular classroom, and choose archive. This final tip is one that I got from reading Eric Kurtz's blog, Control All Achieve. He suggests that you create an archive folder in your Google Classroom Drive folder. If you are not aware, when you create a Google Classroom, Google creates a classroom folder in your Google Drive, and a corresponding folder for every classroom that you create is created in your Google Drive classroom folder. If you've been using Google Classroom for a while, you will have many folders in your Google Classroom Google Drive folder. You can create an archive folder and move the archived classrooms folders into that folder. To achieve this, head on over to Drive and select the classroom folder. Once you are in the classroom folder, click on New and then New Folder and create an archive folder. Then you can move all of those archived classroom folders into your newly created archive folder. The classroom folders are still there, but for me, it's more visually appealing to just see all my current Google Classroom folders. So that concludes episode six of the Taking a Bite Out of EdTech podcast. Check out the show notes for this episode. The show notes can be found on the podcast website at bit.ly slash taking a bite out of EdTech podcast. From there, you can click on the show notes tab to access the notes from this episode and all previous episodes. Make sure to connect with me on social media. I'm always looking to connect with great people and expand my PLN. For the Taking a Bite out of EdTech podcast, where we're making all things EdTech a little easier to digest, this is Marshall Byer signing off. I'll catch you next time.